Hi, everybody. My name is Mike Manning. And I'm Trinity French. And we are your business coaches at Wired to Change. With the number two. Yes, it is. We're here to help you get your business to the level you want it to be so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner. And ah, what a good <laughs> life it is. I am feeling the small business owner life today. Yes, we have had a good couple weeks here generating meetings for new clients, but we've been busting our hump getting out there to these virtual networking working events. Yes, we so have. So it can be done. Takes a little bit more work and a little bit more thought to find the right ones, but we're starting to get some traction with new clients. Yeah, and you, you have really done a great job of honing in on which groups are mm -hmm. giving you the best return on investment. And I think that is where so many people get really um, snagged up by just feeling like they have to go to everything and then they're not developing the long-term relationships that happen when you are able to participate repeatedly and you get to develop and get to know people. Why, thank you. We have talked before an inch wide and a mile deep. Mm -hmm. Give me 400 people that need our solution rather than 4,000 people that, oh, that sounds cool to do. Which, I don't want any part of that. One of the reasons why this was not evident to Mike and I from the get-go is because we both are strong in woo. And you're probably <laughs> like, what the hell is woo? Well, woo is one of the 34 strengths that... Um, are part of the Clifton Strengths Finder assessment. And we are going to have so much fun today diving into my assessment and Mike's assessment and how we walk our clients through these and how yes. we can use it to better strengthen ourselves as business owners, as professionals, and as people. So, and I have never ever taken this test. You have not, but and this and was I, two days ago. You and, said you need to take it. And that. as another testament to, uh, both of us, um, because both of us tend to, we're, we're good at getting stuff done once we knock it out. Like once we're like, okay, I have to do this. We just sit down and knock it out. But both of us will put those things to the back burner and go to a networking event before we would sit down and take a strengths finder assessment. Yes. And that is because of the, um, the theme that you're working within, and we're going to talk about what themes are too, but your strongest theme is relationship building. So of course you love to be in the relationship building theme. And we're going to talk about that today. So finally, after me asking Mike for, I don't know, oh. months oh, easily. to take this assessment, yep. you finally took it last night or no, two nights ago. Mm-hmm. And you sent me the results, which I immediately read. So that's how you know I'm really interested <laughs> in it. Because I opened that email and I was like, zoom, printing that off. And I was highlighting it and I taking do. notes and so excited. And just so everybody knows, I've got the printout of, what is it, 20 pages yes. duplex, right? So I've got it stapled with no notes. Trinity has hers unstapled or stapled in three different batches with highlights everywhere. Highlights so. and notes, yes. Because I just... Really, I, I find um, so kudos to Clifton Strengths Finder for creating a. There are so many personality assessments out there. Um, I I do love the DISC profile. It's one that we use frequently. Um, I've done Colby. I've done DISC. I've done. Um, Myers-Briggs. I mean, there's probably five or six others that I've done as well, but those are some of the well-known types of assessments that are out there. 
And I come back to the Strengths Finder assessment because it does not necessarily tell you that you're, an, you know, it's it, it drills down a little bit further beyond you're an introvert or you're an extrovert. It drills down into why you are one of those things and how that relates to you getting work done. Now, I've done three things with regard to today's show. I took the test, I printed the test out for me, and then I emailed it to Trinity we have not talked about this, and I have not looked at my test other than the strengths, because I have 10 strengths, five of which are bolded. Yep. I'm assuming it's for everybody, not just me, that it's 10, yes. maybe not. But that's all I've done. That's all. I've not even read what each means. So this okay. is all new oh, to this me. This is all brand new. So, <laughs> so exciting. And that just plays right into your top strengths that you hadn't read this yet. Um, and one of my strengths is learner and input, which means that I love learning new information and I like collecting and gathering information. And which is why when you send me information, I immediately open it and voraciously read it because I was like, Oh, something new I can learn about Mike. Oh, and I, and I will have these memorized and in my coffers now for years to come. So that way I can, and it's going to help us work better yes. together. Yes. So one of the primary reasons that, um, within coaching and helping people, um, if I'm coaching, you know, somebody that wants to hire a new employee, I might have them take their strengths finder and then also all their new employees take it because it helps us to see what type of person they need to fill in the gaps. And that, and with us working together, I actually wrote down where we, um, where we cross over and where we're different. And the really cool thing is, is that I thought that we were going to be much more, similar than we are, but we're actually vastly different. You and I above the water are very similar from yes. the neck up the way we love people. We, we love do. being around people, connecting people, but man, it stops there because the very last point of me is analytical. <laughs> <laughs> and is that one of your top tens? Um, analytical is in my, it is not in my top 10. Oh, wow. Um, analytical for me is, but my bottom three, while she's looking up are analytical, deliberative and discipline. <laughs> Those are my bottom three. Discipline so. is my number 26. Yeah, okay. And for some reason I can't even find analytical on yeah. here. So, but anyways, so a little bit of background about strengths finder before we dig into this is that, um, you can go online and take this assessment. You can, um, there are different versions of it. You can take one where you just find out what your top five are. Um, I like to have people do the assessment. It's $50 where you unlock all 34 because I think that your top, your top five are interesting, but when we can see all 34 and the cool thing about this is that everybody has some, bit of each of these strengths inside of them. Mm -hmm. It's just to what extent and where you naturally like to use your gifts. So, and I'm going to read off what Mike's are and then read off what mine are. And then we're going to compare where we're similar and then also talk about where we're different mm -hmm. and how we could work better together. And this took me about 35 minutes. Real simple to do because once you it, get going, yeah. you're just answering questions and it's easy to do. 
Um, so it's not it's not a big deal. Yeah. And so if you want to find this, um, go out to the website. Um, you can Google Clifton Strengths Finder or Gallup Strengths Finder. Um, mm-hmm. Gallup is the company uh, that creates it. Clifton Strengths is the name of the assessment. And um, go ahead and take it. It's super fun. Okay. So <laughs> Mike and I share one of our top five strengths. And which is great because that means that our top strengths are different from each other. So we're able to complement yeah. each other. Um, if we had the exact same top five, we probably would not be very good business partners because we would be too similar and we would just be competing, especially with what our top strengths are. We would just be competing with each other for who gets the most attention. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, really. So, so Mike's number one strength is woo which is one so for me woo is number four and people are probably like what the hell is a woo well these strengths have a specific definition and i'm going to read the definition for what woo is so woo is loving the challenge of meeting new people and winning them over and deriving satisfaction from breaking the ice and making a connection with someone does that sound like you perfect yes Me too. I just want to meet people. The way that I summarize woo is um, this is why I loved and hated dating. I love dating because I love meeting new people. It was so fun for me to like sit down with someone for an hour and get to know them and learn about them and find, you know, just and that's why I loved recruiting because I got to meet all these new people all the time. So that was part of the woo that I really enjoyed. The part that I didn't enjoy about the woo is that people tend to like us a lot right out the gate. We're able to create relationships really quickly with people where they trust us. So in dating, and you and Becky got married when you were how old? I was 25 and she was 27. So I had quite a few more years in the dating realm than you did, but you've probably experienced this with friendships where you find out that people like you a whole lot more than you like them. (laughs) And the woo can actually work against us because people feel more connected to us than we actually are to them. Mm -hmm. And, and it is so, you know, for every strength, there's also it's equal and opposite the, the thing that it can go too far and the woo can be almost too magnetic and you, my dear, your number one is woo. So that's even stronger. And it's crazy because there is there are not that many people that have woo as their top strength. Really? Yes. Sweet. So I'm like, this is awesome. I like this. All right. So other things that are really cool about woo is that you are cheerful, you're talkative, you love to ask questions, give compliments, and you're fascinated with other people's unique talents and traits. Yes. Um, you probably are not super afraid of initiating conversations with outsiders or newcomers, which you absolutely are not. No. Um, and you are able to make conversation very easily and you probably don't struggle to find the right words to express your thoughts. Because if you were a bumbling idiot, nobody yeah. would want to be around you. You are, you're very, very well spoken and it just, woo is just, I mean, it, I will speak my mind, yes. Yeah, so (laughs) I I am not surprised that that is your top strength. So that's Mike's number one, and that's my number four. Um, We love the challenge of meeting new people and winning them over. Yes. 
that is like, and again, that's why I loved dating and that's why I loved recruiting because I loved meeting somebody new and in like a Venus flytrap, mm-hmm. just sucking them in. So blind spots that we have to watch out for with woo, because there are definitely blind spots, is that others can view you as shallow mm-hmm. and insincere. Because you connect with people quickly, but you also are able to move on quickly. Um, I don't know is yes, literally and, to the word yes. Moving on, it's just I want to know the next person as well. You do. I just met but you, but people, I seemed right. But other people can yep. see that as being insincere or... Um, and in social situations, you're really excited to meet that next person. And mm. that other pe- person who's not as strong in woo is oh, just getting you. heated up to you. And now yeah. they're like, oh, wait, but I want more Mike. And you're like, bye, I'm going to go on to the next person. The Got other it. thing, and this is what makes us great salespeople, is because we are able to create these relationships and we're not we're not hurt when somebody kind of pushes us off because we're just excited to get to the next person, yeah. which allows us to rebound so much faster. Yeah. And I never took cold calling personally. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that's the woo coming yeah. out in you. So um, just so we just have to remember, us wooers, that other people need a little bit of time because they might just be getting comfortable and we don't want to make them feel like, we're just passing that. them off. That's very interesting. I'd never, okay. Yeah. I got you. Which is why I love these assessments because yep. with, you know, there's equal and opposite reactions that come with each yep. of these strengths. Okay. Um, the other part of woo, and I see this in people um, frequently that are super extroverted and have woo, but also do not have a very good filter. So woo combined with a lack of personal filter can really hurt you in building relationships. And what I mean uh. is that because we de- we feel like we're developing this trust, we might reveal too much of ourselves too quickly. And I that's do. and and yep. you know, and oversharing is a really quick way to push people away and they feel like, "Whoa, why did Mike just tell me that?" My family knows my favorite food, my favorite TV show, my favorite band. They just, they know all that. And they're all looking like, I don't know if I ever, I don't keep lists. I'm like, I don't keep lists, but that's my favorite. I'll see it. like, oh, that's my, you know, I just do. I like sharing. And I would be more than happy for you if we're watching TV and who's your favorite band? One of your top two or three favorite bands. Right. What's your name one? Uh, One of my top bands. Yeah. um, Janis Joplin. Okay. So if we're watching TV one day and all of a sudden a Janis Joplin snippet or a song came up and you said, oh, I just love her, I would want to know that. You would. I would. Because yeah. you, my dear, love communication. Yeah. yeah. And you, that's just part of who you are. And I love it. And I love, like, it's like I can see into your brain now that you've taken this assessment. And I've told people, I'm not a complex guy. I'm just not that deep. You know, now, I can hold a secret. Yes, you That's can. That's not a problem. I I wear emotions on my sleeve, but if you tell me something and not just tell anybody, I'll keep that to the grave. But you're going to know how I'm feeling just kind of by looking at me. You'll know that. Uh, and my mood yeah. will be different. If I'm having a quieter day or if my back's bothering me, you'll know it because I won't be as outgoing or as chatty. Yes. You'll know real quick. Well, and what's really interesting about 
the woo factor is people do notice when we're not on our A game oh, with yes. the woo. And it's like immediate, it's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Why are you not, you know, it's like yeah. they can tell that something is off kilter. And I get that a lot. Yep. And, but part of, part of, I think the misconception about extrovert, because being, so you could have really good woo without being an extrovert. Mm -hmm. So it hasn't, but it just so happens that we both are extroverts that have woo. Um, But I am a borderline extrovert, which means that I am right on the cusp of extrovert and introvert, um, which most people would never realize Mm -hmm. because I do have so much woo, which people equivalent the ability to talk to people with being an extrovert. But really the definition of extrovert is whether or not you're energized by people. And, Mm -hmm. and if being around other people makes you feel like, so basically if you want to know if you're an extrovert or introvert, think about when you go to a party, do you leave that party feeling like you're on cloud nine Mm -hmm. and not because you're buzzed, but you're on cloud nine and you want to go continue talking to all these people and you're like, woo. And it made you feel really Uh, energized. Just made nine new friends. Yes. And you're like (laughs) all excited. An introvert's going to go to that same party. They're going to have just as much fun, but they're going to be like, I need to go home and be completely by myself and recharge. Yep. And I'm right on that borderline between introvert and extrovert. Um, which is really interesting because I do need recharge time more so than a lot of extroverts that I know. Now that you know what you know about me with woo, how does that apply as you and I move forward? Because we had a really good conversation the other day about our processes. Mm -hmm. And what I told you was I'm kind of looking, because you have a very, very successful real estate world job empire that you're doing along with this, and I don't. And that's mm-hmm. fine. I have yep. this, right? So it dawned on me a couple of weeks ago. It's like, I'm more of the operations manager. You and I strategize a lot. And then my job is to get it to 80%. We come back together. You put, we put, but you put finishing touches yep. on because your, your verbiage is better than mine. Usually when writing, uh, you can pick out colors, which I can't. <laughs> so if we're designing something, but that's what I've learned the last couple of weeks. So does this play into that conversation. So it does because follow through is not in your top. Yeah. So it's not even on. Yeah. (laughs) And, and it's not in mine either. So what, when I look at our top strengths, um, so there's four different, um, uh, themes that these play into. So one is relationship building. Okay. The second is influencing. Okay. The third is executing. Yep. And the fourth is strategic thinking. Yep. Okay. So you are strongest in relationship building. Yes. That's where you where you shine. That's where most of your strengths lie mm-hmm. is in relationship building. Yep. That is not my top. So my top um where I so my top two are actually strategic thinking and executing. Okay. Yes. Well, you got to sell a house. Yeah. You, it makes perfect you have, sense. You have to, you have to get it done. And yep. I do, I definitely have a, I'm going to get it done type attitude. And that is because my number six strength is responsibility, which means that people who are talented in responsibility take psychological ownership over what they say they're going to do. And they're committed to being honest and loyal. And we feel really like 
it's almost like, but it just has to get done, so I'm going to do it. Wait, you have six drinks? I only have five. You have five. You have. You have 34. No. Oh, I thought you were reading on this. No. I'm oh. reading on my, my report looks different than yours because mine's older. That's oh, okay. the older version. Right. So my, so, you know, in my top 10 is responsibility and also activator. I have that at number six. Yep. So activator is um, people that can make things happen by turning thoughts into action, mm-hmm. um, which is why you still can function in the workplace because you're going to get things done. But it's also what makes you really good in sales. Yep. Is because you're going to help people take those thoughts and act on them. Yes. And I get a charge out of that. And you do. Yep. So so it was really interesting to me because I was like, wow, that's great. Because if my number one strength was relationship building and your, and your strength was relationship building, well, then we would have a lot of friends and no money. Yeah. <laughs> Which is where we don't want to be. Our spouses would not yes. be happy. Yes. Um, so where I'm the um, strongest is um, it's kind of a toss-up between, um, because I only have one of my top five is in relationship building, which is individualization. And that's a really interesting strength because I I don't know where individualization fell on yours. 20. 20, right. (laughs) So for me... Um, we're individualization and people are probably like, what does that even mean? Well, it means that I'm intrigued and really enjoy knowing the unique qualities of each person. Okay. And I have a very good gift of figuring out how different people fit together, which is why I was so good at recruiting and, and, and people placement, right person, right seat. Yep. That's my top strength is being able to talk to people and figure out like it's why I'm good at running a team because I can see like in every high school project, I was the team leader because I'd be like, you do this, you do this, you do this. And I would be assigning out to everybody what it is that Mm. they were good at doing. And then they're all happy and the project gets done and I'm happy. My my number 34 strength is consistency which is um, the exact opposite of, which makes total sense, but people who are talented in consistency um, are keenly aware of the need to treat people the same. And Mm. I do not treat people the same because I'm like total sales professional. I'm like, if you're busting your ass, Mm. you deserve to be rewarded. I don't believe I'm not a, every kid gets a trophy mindset. I love competition. Um, And I don't think that the world needs to be setting up, be set up by having, you know, I don't think everyone has to play by the same rules. So that is what one of the things that sets you and I apart, because your second theme is positivity, which I find absolutely. So positivity for me, it's, it falls way down on the, uh, my, it's, that's my number nine, but it's your number two. Yes. And this is so evident in how people respond to you because even when we were getting started for our, when we were getting introduced, um, and everyone kept saying, Mike Manning, Mike Mm -hmm. Manning, you have to meet this Mike Manning guy. Like he's the most well-connected. He's awesome. He has all the answers. Like everybody was like, and I was like, who the hell is this guy? (laughs) And it's because you're 
ability to combine your woo with your positivity makes you almost like the perfect networker. Okay. And it makes sense. Like you, you thrive in that zone. I can find, let's see, who are we talking to? We had a client this morning and I think this is the positivity part of it. Mm Mm-hmm. When, and we're talking about, and she's getting better at understanding the value she brings to her clients, but she wouldn't stand up in a room and go, hey, look at me, I can do this. And I told her that each week her 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 verbalization gets different and better and more confident because I wanted her to know that because I do hear that, that it's inside of her. And I think she was surprised but appreciated it. Yeah, she, the look on her face, because we do our meetings um, virtually now, um, and so I'm looking at the video screen and watching her, and she just lit up when Mike pointed this out, and I was like, wow, that's so true. It's not something that I would have thought to verbally express to her, which is kind of why people love coaching with both of us, because when one of us is working or asking questions, the other one is able to sit back and really analyze the situation. And we have such a unique perspective when it comes to coaching with people when we do the two-on-one coaching. But I wanted her to know because it was important and it was a big deal that without knowing it, she was getting better and more comfortable because we talk about this every week with her that look at what you've done in your, she's got 25 plus years in IT. Mm-hmm. And that's, we're starting to, that's coming out and she's starting to get clients because of that. But that wasn't the number one sell to the clients. And she just got more comfortable talking about it. And I just, that just hit me in the head like a two by four. And like, well, I'm going to tell her. So, but that's, yeah, that's what I see. Yeah. Stuff like that. And I want and I have no problem verbalizing that. Because she needs to know that. Yeah, and that actually plays right into your um, third top strength, which is developer. And developer is the ability to recognize and cultivate potential in others. And I read this and I was like, ding dong, uh, yes, <laughs> ring the bell. This is yeah. like the perfect profile for a business coach. That I can do, yeah. And um, you're able to spot the signs of each small improvement and derive satisfaction from that evidence of progress and it might not be and with coaching the thing is is that it's not like somebody comes in and they have this huge epiphany they have all these little successes that build up and all of a sudden they look back and we're like hey look how far you've come from from when you first started and I was reading your profile and I was like, oh my God, this totally makes sense. <laughs> I'm with glad Mike. you understand yes. all this. Yeah. Uh, but it, we do in, in coaching, you want little tremors that lead to the earthquake. Yes. You don't want the earthquake on meeting three because, like, well, what else are we going to do? So you want those little tremors, those little bubblings for the volcano. All of a sudden it all comes to the top and it blows up and they're like, I got it. And then that. My drive is the aha moment, whether it's a little like, oh, huh, I was doing that all along, versus the finally, I got to the 18th client, which was my whole goal. Yes. Either one works with me. And one of the the traits of somebody that is strong in, uh, in developer is that you are really good at 
um, applauding and acknowledging others and not taking the credit for their successes, which I think is something that I probably struggle with because I tend to like to win more than the average person. Because for me, developers 28th on my list of 34. So I looked at this and I was like, from a coaching standpoint, like if I were going to be placing you into a position as a career counselor, I would say, yes, this strength definitely lends itself to you being an ideal coach. But on the other side of it, um, you know, what do you think, Mike, that could be some blind spots that could come from this? From a developer? Yeah. That I give compliments? That people could think they're insincere. Oh, because they're paying me, I'm saying that. Yes. I'm a yes man. Yep. Um, yeah, I can see that. I don't think that that's happened yet, uh-huh. because, but it could definitely yep. happen. Um, the the thing that they warn of through the Strengths Finder is they said um, that people with that are strong in the de- developer talent may become over-invested in somebody else's development and feel personally... Um, responsible when they're struggling. So you'd need to watch out for that. Yeah, I don't. Interesting. Yeah, I, I can't pull out a specific example, but that's interesting to think about. Well, I think that some examples I can think of is um, wanting to give them the answer sometimes instead Which of letting instead of letting them find it because you don't want them to fail because if they don't come up with the answer or an answer, that's you failing. So I can see where that could be um, an area to look out for. Right. And we've had a conversation because we had a coaching session a couple weeks ago and we hung up and you called me afterwards. I did. And you were correct. You were absolutely. And I knew it when we hung up from the meeting Mm -hmm. that I, right at the end of the meeting, I gave way too many and the phone rang is like, yep, I I earned that. Yes. I earned that phone call. And I knew that, but I'm better for it because we had a coaching session within the last four or five days, and I was much better at asking questions. Way better. Yes. So and, and I'm coachable. You are coachable. Yeah. And you're a good coach. Thank you. Yeah. So <laughs> so this is just, uh, if you guys could see the smile on my face, I'm just like geeking out over here. It's so fun. Um, so where Mike and I differ is um, my, so your, well, let's go on to your, so your, t- your fourth strength is communication. Yep. Um. And that is, I mean, it comes down to the fact that you, you love talking. And the reason you love talking so much is because you're really good at it. Okay. Like you're an Enjoy excellent, talking. excellent presenter, very well-spoken, a great conversationalist. Um, you, Becky will differ that I'm a good communicator. Well, you're good at public communication. That is correct. Very good yep. at public communication. Not going to dig into your communication with you and Becky because that's a I whole other. I over communicate. <laughs> my problem with Becky is she's very literal, and I start conversations in the middle of the thought in my head. <laughs> so that's the problem she has with me. But I don't know what that means on the strengths finder. But anyway, uh, so well, because that goes back to your. <laughs> Your strength is in that relationship building and influencing, and that's probably where you need to work a little bit more on the strengths of strategic thinking. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 
but um, you do have some top strategic thinking. I mean, your number 13 was learner, um, which means that you love information and um, but other than learner at number 13, you don't have any strategic thinking in your top 10. No. So real quick, and then we'll get mm-hmm. to button, button this up here. Yeah. What does a ranger mean? That's number five for me. So a ranger. Okay. So a ranger is really interesting because you are able to organize things, but you're also really flexible in how you organize. So you can see how all the pieces and resources can be arranged for maximum productivity, Yes. but it's not going to stress you out to make changes to that. No, I cannot organize a room or a trunk, but if you and I take two different roads to get to the finish line, that doesn't bother me at all. Right. I love that. If that's your strength, love it. Yeah. Let's get but there. But the arranger in you yep. is going to want to figure out what's the best route to get there. Yes. And if you can coordinate five other people to get there in the fastest time, you're probably going to do that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very likely um, that when you're working with others, um, like you would get really annoyed if somebody that you were trying to help ignored you. Um, which I could see that because you're straight, um, because of your strength, you are able to simultaneously handle specific assignments, Mm -hmm. which I've seen. You're very good at like jumping back and forth between things, which I am not. Um, you're able to work better when you have multiple tasks to perform every day. You're not doing the same thing day in, day out. We know that about you. Um, and you're very able to. Um, convince others to participate in things that you're excited about. Yes. That much I can do. Which again, yep. when it comes to being a great coach and a great motivator and a great motivational speaker, I mean, I just looked at your profiles like spot on. <laughs> it makes so much sense. So Clifton strengths, you did your job correctly. Yes. All right. So how does this apply? So we got about five or six yep. minutes left. So tie this up. What do we need, now that you see what we're both good at, where do we, through the end of the year, what do you and I need to work on for either our strengths or weaknesses? So what we need to work on is, um, so you are best utilized in a sales and marketing capacity and being the front man for public speaking and um, basically being the face of what we do. Got it. Um, I can be the face as well, but my strength is in the long-term vision and being able to strategize what this is going to look like three years, five years, 10 years from now. Yep. Yep. That makes perfect sense. And making a plan and a path to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, So where we both are lacking... Because believe it or not, people, we are not perfect. But where we're both lacking is in more of the um, executing side. So my execution skills come down to kind of like being able to make snap decisions and getting things done. But I am not good at um, consistency, um, doing the same things over and over. Neither of us are just the the ability to just really hunker down and like focus on one thing drives me crazy. Yeah. I like to be doing a bunch of different things oh, yeah. and so do you. Mm-hmm. So, 
we've talked about it. Eventually, probably one of our goals for next year is going to be to hire an admin that's doing some of the more routine day-to-day stuff for us, like posting, like we're talking about getting a social media manager. We're talking about some of these things that we just both get really bored and don't want to do. Yeah. Um, And those are the things that we'll need to delegate and elevate. So that way we're both playing to our top strengths. Gotcha. Okay. So where we need you in the business is out networking, meeting people, drawing people in, coaching people and presenting during seminars. I, I just want to talk all day. I know. I just want to yes. talk all day. And that and in your profile <laughs> speaks says, to, says exactly screams. that. <laughs> screams that. Um, which is, you know, and that's why sometimes I get burnt out on networking because that's not my top strength. Yeah. My top strength is looking out and seeing the potential and figuring out what the vision is going to look mm-hmm. like. Which right. is crazy. So and then fun. back to the conversation we had a couple of weeks ago is in, in the previous episode, we laid out our fourth quarter plans with mm-hmm. regard to one-to-one small group mastermind starter kit. Yes. So we agree on what we need to do and the timeline we're going to do it in. Yep. And then I get it to 80% and then you come in and close. Yes. Okay. That's what these two tests kind of say, right? So... Yes. So it says, so these two tests tell me that the way that we would work together best is, so for me, it would be to come up with the big idea, be able to hand that off to somebody to get to 80% and then I tinker with it and perfect it Mm -hmm. and get it done. Um, You are not the ideal person to be the one that's doing that. I mean, we're doing it out of necessity right now, but eventually that will not be your role. Right. Because that's not your top strength. Your top strength is not in in writing the materials and mm-hmm. doing that, you know, more mundane stuff. It's if we were using you to your best strengths, it would be people facing and making sure that we had you out in the community and mm-hmm. being our amb- our brand ambassador as much as possible. Yep. But I do enjoy the writing part. I do yeah. enjoy writing a, a blog or things like that based on a podcast. So I, I do enjoy the writing always because I've done writing in the past and I do enjoy that. But that's a part of communi- communication as well. It is. Yeah. It is. And that and that is actually probably plays more to the fact that you are really strong in influencing. Mm-hmm. And that's part of being an influencer. Gotcha. Is, is being able to articulate to others yeah. your ideas and how you express yourself and getting them to follow you. Can I be a non-musician, non-athlete, non-actor, 59-year-old male influencer? F yeah. Okay. Yeah. Somebody find me that role. I'll cut you 10%. Um, hello, right. look at like Tony Robbins and all these all these old white dudes. Yeah. God, I probably just offended so many people. And I don't know that that but was... I, no matter what Clifton Strength says, that did not offend me yeah. at all. So I don't need to take a test to say that. So, but yeah, I guess so. So this is how we work with people um, in the business. And you can tell that it gets me super excited to be able to pair people up, figure out where their strengths are, and helping us to figure out where we're going to need to hire and how we're... So for us to grow, we now know what people we need to bring in and what strengths they need to have. Because if we brought in one more person that was, that was strong in relationship building and strategic thinking, Mm. we wouldn't, we would sink because we need somebody who is really great at executing and influencing. 
we need a virtual assistant that does social media. Ta-da! Hey, if you're out there. Did you learn something today? Not very much so, yes. Excellent. I'm somewhat interested in these. I was just, I knew you'd love it. And I'm always curious to see the the results, but then I'm like, oh, okay. So here's what's going to happen. Well, that's folks. because now yeah. if this was a person talking to you, you'd yeah. probably be really excited. <laughs> very much so, yeah, yeah. I'm a scanner. I'm not a reader. Yeah. Becky and I have that argument all the time. So here's what's going to happen out of today, folks. Trinity will remember this. And I will have the printout with me to refer to it. And that is because one of my top strengths, my number two, is input, which is people that crave to know more and they love to collect and archive information. And I do that in my brain. It is, I just collect and archive, collect and archive. Yeah. You could probably, if somebody said, hey, remember that house? It was May of 2019, that one on Meadowbrook Lane. Mm -hmm. Remember the one that was the split level? And you're right there. And I'm right there. You can tell the whole, oh, yeah. Oh, you walked in. It's just nasty the way it went. Oh, yeah. Smelled like cat pee, and you didn't want to buy it because the subfloor was all soggy. Yeah. And I would remember the people that we sold it to. Yes. That's what I remember. Oh, you remember the guy bought this, and the woman, she was a, she played, you know, college volleyball at, uh, you know, Fresno State. That's what I And you would know every detail about her life. Yes. Absolutely. And there's not those kid or their three or their triplets. Well, That's what I would remember. This is the kind of stuff, though, that we love doing with our clients. Yes. So if you are out there in listener land and would love to take the assessment and have us analyze you, we'd be more than happy to do that. <laughs> um, that is a service that we provide and we just really and we can do that for teams as mm-hmm. well. So if you are trying to hire somebody and you're not certain um, what type of person you need to hire, we would be more than happy to take you through this and help you figure out who that perfect person would be. Very good. I'm glad you enjoyed this. And I did too, but I knew you'd love this. Yes. Yeah, I knew you'd love uh, this. And uh, it's good, but it is good information to know. In all honesty, it's good information to have. So is. I'll re- start reading through this and figure out, okay, that makes sense why I act this way around this situation yep. and try to tweak that to become a stronger member of the team. So yeah, yes. so enjoyed that very much. Good. All right. So we'll see everybody next time on our Wired to Change podcast.